Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hello, fellows. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Uh, Hello, fellow kids. Is this episode... This is episode number 50. Holy sh... Hooray, there's streamers flying out of my... Hands. So what do we book for this, dude? What's the big event? <laughs> Nothing. Nah, just kidding. We got a band called Great Falls. We're going to be playing their interview along with some brand new music from their uh, upcoming LP. So we got that a little bit later. Uh, we're kind of just ramping up for next week's all-local episode of Metal Shop. Hella. So that's what we're wanting to focus on. We don't need to, like, celebrate every, like, numerical thing that we've ever done. So who cares? Why not? Maybe when we it's get a to... celebration, w- bitches. All right, when we get to 100, let's do something then. How about that? Yeah, man. And then I get the feeling we'll probably put it off then and be like, all right, when we get to 500. You know what would be fun? What? A live Metal Shop podcast. That? Like, if we could do that at, like, the El Corazon Lounge, which is actually now the Funhouse, or, or something like that, where we could just right. stand up on stage. We would have to have live guests. We'd have to do it in a place where they wouldn't mind us saying fucking shit. Like every oh, yeah. five seconds. And we would, uh, I don't even know, would we be standing up or sitting down? I'd rather be sitting down, kind of yeah. like we are right now. You know? Sitting down at the table out. and right, just doing it. Uh, that, that would be fun, man. All right. Anyway, my name's Ian, that's Kevin. Hello. And Ryan the Beard. Yo, and this yo, is yo. episode number 50 of Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. You made it all this way with us. Dude. I'd like to think we'd grown a little bit. Remember when we were matured. like, oh man, we were just doing episode 20. Yeah, so we long like, ago. Remember when we get to episode number 253 and we'll have to go do it from the Frugals parking lot? Yeah. I still want to do that. Mostly I just want Frugals. <laughs> That's a good idea, man. Dude, on the way to White River Amphitheater for Painting the Grass, we got to go to Frugals. Yeah. We could just sit in the car and do a podcast in the car. That's the only reason I ever go. You know what? That's another thing we got to do. We got to do a Painting the Grass like podcast where we just roam around and talk to random people. And just fuck with people. Fuck with people. Fuck with people with like mullets and juggalo tattoos. So what are you here for? Three days grace, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you yeah. guys have a good week this week. Yeah. Y'all still alive? It was pretty good. It was all right. No complaints. I put up. I'm still uh, alive. Yes. I put up a bamboo barrier in my backyard around my deck. Oh really? So now I can like walk around naked out there if I want to. That's tight. It's naked awesome. Sundays it's, just got a it's little just bit in more time. interesting. For uh, that time of the year, man, it's so awesome. The ba- a bamboo one is it? Is you know, it just spiked? one of those like ones you can get from Home Depot or whatever. Have cool. you put together an outdoor urination station yet? Uh, no, but I should put a, I should put together like an outdoor urinal that, that just goes I mean. into the ground. Outdoor urination station. Yes, I should do that. There you go. No, I haven't yet. Was it uh Was it pretty costly to get that bamboo? Shit? Not really. It's like twenty bucks a roll. Okay. For like sixteen feet of it. Nice. So just get a few of them. You got a pretty big spot? Uh, it's all right. Nice. It's all right for living by myself. I like it. Cool. It's chill. Yeah, there were some shows this week. I didn't actually get to go to any of them. I had kind of a interesting week, but, you know, whatever. Uh, how was Bane? Uh, I went to Bane. Ryan went to Bane. 
Band was cool. Band was super tight. Uh, it was kind of empty in there. I was really disappointed by the lack of turnout to that show. Yeah, the the singer had some great banter though. Uh, he always st- does, yeah. Be- before they started, he walked out and said, "Hey, you know, I noticed there's a lot of people up on the little balcony <laughs> thing. If you guys want to come down and party with us, that'd be cool." Nope. You sure? Okay, I guess hardcore is a spectator sport these days. Yep. Yeah, yeah it was weird. That's but, funny. Uh, he also mentioned that it wasn't their last tour. It, well, he said it wasn't the last time they were going to be here, at least. Oh, really? Yeah, so he was last like, time they uh, play Seattle. there's been rumors going around, blah, 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 but, th- you know, the last time we come here, you'll know it's the last time we come here. That's what he said. So they'll oh, be back again. So it's not the last time they're it's coming It's not the Seattle. last time they play here, no. Then, okay. Who was saying that? That's what I just said. They He got on stage and said it wasn't the last time they're playing here. I know, but who was saying that it was? Because I heard from several people that it I was know. The last I, show, everybody but. just kind of assumed it because they put out that last record and it's like yeah. a big full U.S. tour. So hmm. I don't know. That's what he said. Everybody's been thinking it's our last tour, but it's not. I thought it was. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I don't really even know where that came from. Maybe I just assumed it myself. Well, Ryan, you went to DRI last night. I did. And you saw something brutal happen in the pit. Yeah. Um,. First off, a uh, major shout-out to the super young kid that got his nose crushed in and was still stoked and tearing it apart in the That's mosh awesome. pit. I, uh, I actually put up a picture of him up I on the Metal that. Shop page. That kid was partying harder than a lot of people twice his age, so props to him. Cool. How old was he? Uh, I don't know. Probably uh, like maybe like 14? Yeah, 14, 13, 14. Yeah, he was wearing a seven-second shirt and just stoked to party down. That's nice. great. Yeah, man. So props Good to taste. him. Good uh, taste. Also... I saw a dude take the most brutal kick to the dick I have ever oh, seen in my life. Brutal dick kick. Brutal dick kick. Kick him in the dick. Do guy it real was, quick. Uh, guy was crowd surfing on his back, Uh-oh. and a stage diver oh. did a backflip and caught him in the dick with his heel. Like the like, foot just flying over? Just the foot just crushed Did you get the to dick. see the guy's face as he got kicked oh, in the dick? He, uh, he got hit so hard, everybody who <laughs> saw it happen <laughs> felt it. Oh, one of those shockwave moments. Yeah, yeah, just a really gnarly kick to the dick. Your ball radar starts going off. Yeah, damn. R- R.I.P. Ball's his, in danger. R.I.P. His junk, man. Poor guy. Uh, That'll ruin your night real yeah. quick. Yeah, man. <laughs> last night. R.I.P. His junk. <laughs> I was up in uh, Linwood last night for the KSW <laughs> Meet the Rock Girls BJ Shea Morning Show experience. Uh, whole shebang. It was quite the experience. Uh, no pun intended. But uh, yeah, it, I, I was gonna say that uh over the last five years i'd say this is the hottest group of rock girls yeah all right it's good times we'll have to make friends there was a lot of eye candy there did you well i don't know man it's uh i guess well ryan said man uh you don't want to get caught with your fingers in the cookie jar don't the talent (laughs) yeah that's the literal quote but uh you know they're respected co-workers uh, anyways, so yeah, it was good times, and we, there was a band, uh, I didn't really pay too much attention to the band We Are Harlot, but I did do some drinking of the alcoholic beverages, and I was kind of shwasted, and yeah, hung out with Vicky Barcelona. What were you drinking? What was I drinking? I was drinking some Manny's, took a few mm. shots of well whiskey. Oof. Uh, because, because I'm classy, and... No, eh, that just means you're cheap. About like four or five PBRs and then another Manny's or so. Manny's is good, man. You got to get it when you can because it only you can only get it on tap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Do well, you think anywhere you can get it in cans? No. No? Not at all? Yeah, no. You have to get it at like a restaurant or a bar. Hmm. So that's kind of the appeal of getting Manny's. What's your favorite beer, Ian? <clears throat> I'm an IPA guy. I go back and forth. I, I really like Ranger IPA. 
Uh, okay. The, the Ninkasi IPAs are really good. I, all of the Elysian IPAs are really good. Um, I really like the Space Dust IPA that Elysian just put out. It's mm. super expensive right now, which kind of sucks. Man, that stuff's so good, though. But if you can get it, you can go into the brewery and get it pretty cheap. Just nice. drink it there. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the outburst. Yeah, IPA. Ryan goes hard in the paint with this fucking beer. Ryan literally buys the strongest beer you can buy. Dude, <laughs> if, that's if, like legally beer. If you're gonna go for it, go for it, man. I I really like outburst. It I really agree. Good. That and fresh squeezed. Fresh squeezed is one of my favorite beers. I learned a long time ago, several years ago, that I couldn't be drinking outburst Sun Metal Shot. <laughs> Because I still have to be able to speak English. Yeah, I, well, I mean, it's difficult. I'll just I'll get through three of those over the course of the evening and just not. You'll be gold. Yeah, I'll be really, gold. really good to go. But yeah, good times. Well, nice. at least it's not like, man, I love Coors Light. I'll drink the shit of Coors Light though. Don't get me wrong. No, yeah, man, a nice is. hot summer day. It's just like having a glass of water. Yeah, if we're really going for all-time favorite beers, though, I gotta say the entire beer list at the Kettle House in Missoula, Montana. Oh, the entire list, homes, the entire town. You can't just be like, I like the entire list. It's it really is worth it. What's Every the deal? Is it like a beer? Is it like a German beer house or just like a? It's it's just it's um, a just Missoula a beer small house. Brewery. It's just small small little brewery that just does what they do really really well. Cool. Try, try the cold smoke, man. It's it's really good stuff. Let's go there sometime. I'm wow. down. Go back to Montana. Going back to Montana. Uh, one of my friends is getting uh, married in Montana this year, this summer. You going? Smart in July. Choice. Sweet. We could totally just jump in a van and go over and party over there. Wedding crashers. <clears throat> Except you're any, invited. Uh, yeah. Are there any hot babes in Missoula? Oh, yeah. Or is there just a lot of methamphetamine? No, it's- Or it, both. No, no. Uh, the meth is up in Kalispell and over in Butte. Oh. Um, Missoula is just like a really chill college town, and so oh, okay. there's mega babes all over the place. It's, nice. It's a- uh, it's a kept small kept secret. <laughs> the last time, oh, the last time I was in Montana, I was in Bozeman, and I heard somebody call Obama a monkey. Wow. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like right. oh, okay. See, we, we're in Montana. See, we have what's called the Bozone layer. There's Missoula, and you can draw a line out to Bozone or to Bozeman, and just make a circle. And everything outside Circumvent. of that circle, you don't want to go anywhere near. Everything inside the circle, <laughs> the Bozone okay. layer. It's the Bozone layer. Oh, that's rough. Uh, so this week I found out that I'm going to be moving back to Seattle. Um, so I'm going to be a lot closer to all the shows Sweet. that's going on. Uh, have a lot more time on my hands, um, to be going to shows and hanging out with everyone. And, uh, Dude, that may or may yeah. not be a good thing though, because Seattle's getting so crowded. <clears throat> Did that's you just true. see that? Um, just actually just a couple weeks ago, we haven't talked about this yet on the podcast that Expedia got approved by the, like, the city's trying to get Expedia to come here and move their headquarters here. Oh, and wow. if they do it, it's going to bring like 4,200 more people to the Ooh. downtown area Yay! alone. Like, because that's where it's going to be located. And they're all going to the want city. their own condos. Whether or not they live in the area, they're going to be driving in and out of the area. So and with no infra- you know, infrastructure upgrades. So it's going to become like a living fucking hell trying to drive around Seattle. Oh, it already at is. All. So crazy. Uh, yeah. Staying up in Snohomish for a couple days in Snohomish County, it was like heaven as far as traffic goes. It was nice, right. You can dude. go places. Yeah, it was like, who would have thought? I went, so coming from, like, from my day job, coming from the Tukwila area to Bellevue, it takes, like, an hour, sometimes an hour, 15 minutes, and it's not that long. Going from Linwood to Bellevue took, like, 25 minutes. It was fucking awesome. There was, like, no gridlock traffic. I don't know what the fuck is going on, Dude, man. yeah, I don't know. Like, 95% of the stress in my life 
traffic related. Comes from driving. Yeah. Even if the traffic doesn't suck. People that drive are fucking stupid. Well, did you see that? Uh, They'll give literally give a driver's license to anybody. Did you see that screen cap I took at the Google of Google Maps the other day? Yeah. There were seven accidents on in your the downtown yeah. areas. It's just a big red blob. See, that's the problem, man. These fucking amateurs, they're getting in these accidents. <laughs> just screwing well, it up for everyone. I mean, dude, when you've got 100,000 people trying to traverse, like, you know, 12 square miles throughout the course of 24 hours, you're always going to have one or two fucking idiots that ruin it literally for everyone. Okay, yesterday, or actually I think it was just, yeah, it was yesterday, Friday night, somebody drove off an I-5 overpass and killed themselves on I-5 right down in Tacoma, and traffic was backed up for 14 miles. Stopped on I-5. Imagine, imagine that. That's like your, 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 car, your, your car gets turned off, and you're standing there for like an hour and a half. Ugh. Just standing there, waiting. Where was that? <clears throat> on t- I-5 in Tacoma. Damn. Gross. And like five. And then there was another accident like not far away on the other side of the freeway, so it was just like... Like, that's a perfect example of what would happen, ever happen if the world ended. <laughs> good luck getting in your car and driving away, you know? That's a good point. So, Good luck yeah. getting out. We're uh, all gonna <clears throat> die. So, you know, being in the Northwest right now is kind of weird because it's growing so fast. Yeah. Even just in the last couple of years. Uh, the, I was, when we were talking to Ryan, uh, Ryan Castle, earlier on Thursday, that big pit, that used to be a parking lot right over the, on the edge of the balcony there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the crane that's there, 42-story building going in right there. <laughs> 42 Bummer. stories, dude. And that's the size of, like, you know. There goes our view. The Nordstrom Tower or whatever that's yeah. over there. R-I-P-R-Q. So, yeah, we're going to be looking around that to see the water or the Space Needle or Queen Anne. Yeah, we're not going to be able to see the water for the fireworks anymore. And then uh, right to the right to the left of that around the corner... Where the Honda dealership is, they're going to knock that down next and put a 36-story building right there. Holy oh. shit, dude. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, Seattle is growing f***ing fast. Yeah, well, isn't it, uh, isn't it the fastest-growing city <laughs> in the U.S. right now? I remember seeing that I wouldn't uh, be surprised, a man. months ago. Ten years ago when we started in radio, uh, Seattle was the number six, and they rate uh, markets based on size of population. Mm-hmm. So Seattle was number 16 when we started. Seattle is now number 11. Oh wow! In uh, in terms of size of radio market, so if that teaches you anything, that we shot up five spots, six spots in the last ten years. Yeah. Imagine ten years from now. Well, that's a that's you a know? big deal. Like that's, that's we're a up lot. there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're gonna be up there with the the New Yorks and the LAs and Boston and you know, uh, Atlanta, Houston, shit like that. So it's getting big. Seattle, you're getting huge. Let's leave. You guys ready for some Get news? Get the f- out. Yes. This just in. Seattle has been nuked. Uh-oh. Population reduced back to 1960 population numbers. Oh. Wow. Are you Problem saying solved. you are in charge of that? Dirty bomb. There's a dirty bomb. Anarchist cookbook style. Call the FBI. Actually, don't because now they're going to f***ing tap my phones because I said that. Uh-oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just Ian's kidding. cell phone number is two. Uh, whoa. Hey, hey. Let's distract people by telling everyone how much we hate a mirror again. Oh. Yay. Remember uh, a few months ago we talked about how Frankie toys vocal cords. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, they're having to cancel their upcoming tour. Who was it with? 
Caliban, Thy Art is Murder, and Sworn In. Because his shit's still f***ed up. Very. Acute and chronic reflux laryngitis and a weak left vocal cord. If you're going to sing like shit, you got to learn how to sing like <laughs> Can we get that on a t-shirt? <laughs> Can we get that on a mirror shirt? You can't sing mirror, like shit. We sound like shit. You're, I mean, if you want to sing like shit, you got to learn how to sing like shit. Yeah, you got to learn how to sing like shit, uh, you know, in a, in a uh, safe way. You got to be safely singing like shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to make a t-shirt just Amir. Vocal cords are <laughs> Amir, we're not, we ain't a band anymore. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to start this week with that. It put a smile on my face. Yeah, well, Amir, always something to talk about with that band. Not, hopefully not anymore. Until he can't talk. Uh, so the guitarist of Broken Hope has donated his entire farm to a local animal animal rescue and rehabilitation outfit uh, this week. He's got this huge farm. It looks beautiful. And he's been working on it all year long. Uh, he said that he made the biggest donation of his life. He signed off and gave away his entire farm. Um, and he purchased the property last summer. And he says he's a little too busy to manage the place, but, uh, you know, it's cool to know that he can donate it, and it goes to a great place. Um, dude's name is Jeremy Wagner, and uh, it's just awesome <clears> to rules. see this guy donate it to a good cause and not just let um, some precious land, a precious farm go to waste. That's kind of the thing where you can, like, sleep well at night. Absolutely. Yeah. After that. I love warm, fuzzy stories about... Aww. Hardcore metalheads doing rad things. That's and then cool. he's like, all right, cool. Now I have more time to kill bitches and sing about it. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> uh, it's better than that dude that got caught with like all the animals like nailed to his walls a few months what ago. What the f- are you talking about? You, guys, you didn't hear about that? No. no. I don't have the link in front of me right now, but there was a, a dude that got caught with like 50 animals in his house. I'm not Googling that. And some of them were like cut open and nailed to the wall and like he was torturing animals. What he was doing is he Glenn was- Glenn Benton? <laughs> no. Oh, and this is a kind of a serious thing. Like, I remember at the time being fucking pissed because I saw a lot of this. Uh, th- this dude would go on Craigslist and, like, Facebook and, like, uh, go on the papers and, re- quote, rescue people's, you know, animals, dogs, oh cats, or whatever. God. That they were trying to, like, you know, go to a safe home or whatever. So he would just go around and collect up all these free animals and take them back to his house and, like, cut them into fucking pieces. The fuck? That man. is so fucking. Up. So that's why you should never like donate your animal to some fucking person on Craigslist or whatever, because you just never know. Anyway, that's Jesus. a PSA from Ian's fucked up memory. Ugh. Hooray! Woo! Anyway, that guy went to prison. If it makes you feel any better, yeah. Ho- well, it does. Good. Uh, Symphony X has just finished their new record. I know you know how much I love power metal. Well, I, I love, love Symphony, Symphony X, X for right. different reasons. <clears throat> I call them Symphony Sex. <laughs> because I got lucky one night after a Symphony X show. Oh, that's right. I remember. It was right. a wonderful experience. See, see, I well, just, you need to try out their new record. Yeah. I just like watching Michael Romeo's little sausage fingers do his fretboard whistles. <laughs> that, sounds ter- that sounds terrifying. Yeah, dude. That guy shreds like nobody's business. Freaking awesome. All right. Uh, another depressing <clears throat> article this week is involving the three people that actually I think four now is what it is become the four people that died in the van crash in Georgia and Jackson County. Uh, the driver that was driving two bands, members of two, or was it three bands, two bands, 
And uh, he, I believe it was just two. He fell asleep at the wheel, and what happened is the van veered to the right off of the road, uh, basically nicked a tree which sheared off the entire right side of the van. Like, Damn. Uh, the whole uh, door, wall, side, everything, and then the van flipped a bunch of times and threw everybody out. Three people died. Everybody in was it, it hurt. There's still a couple people in, in critical condition. Basically, he fell asleep, and uh, they're they're investigating it, but I don't really know what there is to, in, to investigate. You know, I'm sure the guy well, obviously woke up as they were going off the road or whatever. And well, from what I've read, he's uh he's facing manslaughter charges. Oh yeah, for for each person that was in the vehicle, which is, I mean, I'm I'm sure the guy is just absolutely feeling devastated um, right now. I mean, they haven't announced who the guy was. They haven't said who mm-hmm. or from which band or anything, what his name is or what her name is or whatever. We don't know yet. Uh, hmm. I'm sure that person's probably gonna have a fucked up life for probably yeah. the rest of their life. Yeah. I mean, even that's the worst thing that can happen to you. That's the worst thing that can happen to you on tour. Even if there's no charges actually pressed on, then I mean, how could, how could no, I, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, yeah. even if they just, yeah, he's not going to be able to sleep, dude. And he's not going to be able to drive ever again. I mean, unless he's just like a callous person, but who knows? Wow. So it was a band cult of Azazel and another band. <clears throat> what's their, what are they called? Worm Reich? Yeah. Worm Reich. Mm-hmm. That's sad, man. That's awful. And uh, um, a member of the band Chaotica also was injured. <clears throat> the singer of that band. Uh, female. In some more hopeful news, uh, Coldcock Whiskey, uh, this kind of like new whiskey, American herbal whiskey brand, is announcing a battle of the bands, which offers unsigned bands. Uh, well, they say it's the chance of a lifetime, but let's let's take a look here. It's a year-long agency deal with one of the top booking agencies in the industry, so I'm sure they'll get you some big shows. Uh, additional prizes will include a record deal with Century Media, a management deal through Street Smart Management, Coldcock Whiskey branded Schechter guitars. Are those good? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but if they've got like cold cock whiskey shit all over, <laughs> yeah, they'd be yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, this is fucking corny." A sponsorship deal with Crank Amplifiers is that good? Yeah, it depends. Custom Reno, Remo drum heads, Mictech microphones, Monster product prize packs, uh, Vic Firth drumsticks, and more. Uh, you can go and enter your bands for this Battle of the Bands taking place May May first through August thirty first by going to. Uh, what is it? Battle.coldcockwhiskey.com. <clears throat> Here, let's talk about. Let's. I, I wanted to include this in this week's news because I want to talk about it for a second. And yeah. I'm sure Ryan probably has something to say about it. Oh, I've got some thoughts. When has one of these ever gone well? Never. Remember uh, the the what was that band from Seattle from the Northwest that just uh, had it out with uh, who was it Rise Records or whatever? The guy from Rise Records. Numbers. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. That was then. painful to read. No, so, I, I wasn't aware of this. This guy had it out on Twitter with the owner of the record label because he wasn't the numbers won, basically, right? They got flown down to L.A. and like beat all these bands and got signed to Rise, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. and then kind of poo-pooed all over their deal online, like publicly in front of everybody. And basically, at the end of it, it was just everyone was like, "Why did you do it in the first place?" On both sides. Why did this even happen? Why is this happening in 2015? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a further indication of just like this is the next generation of younger me- metal bands coming up. Younger people that grew up with the internet and like feel like it's the right thing to do is just pop off on the fucking internet. Well, it's 
I was talking to a couple friends about that when that went down, and those that band is done on a serious professional level. I mean, because yeah, any, they're not doing anything any, now. Any other nobody's going to sign them. Any other record label that would even consider seeing that or signing them has seen this whole nasty argument go down. They're not going to want to touch them with a ten foot pole. And in an industry that's just flooded with so many effing bands fighting for the same slot, you, you can't have stuff like that go down. It, it just can't happen. And so it's in the case of this. Was whole, it a shitty deal? Was it like uh, an awful deal? I, I think it was. It was a pretty bad deal. Like from huh. from what I've heard, it, it I was can't a really remember off the top of my head. Deal. Well, they were fighting for it. Yeah. Well, they wanted it, which is the thing. That which yeah. is the other argument. It's like, why did you? We gave you what we said we were going to give you. You know. Yeah. We're not going to make you the biggest fucking band in the world. You still have to go do your job, you know? Well, in, t- in terms of this battle of the bands, this is kind of... I look at, I view this as the big boy mm. version of pay-to-play. Basically, this whiskey company is just saying, go out, sell our shit for us for free, right. you know, and promote all our stuff, and at the end of the day, you're gonna, you might win. You're going to drag cold cock whiskey stuff around the country, yeah, and hand it out to everybody and mm-hmm. like be the face of it. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, for me, it feels like a big uh, <clears throat> second-rate American Idol. Yeah. So totally. here's the because uh, they have listed off all the judges and stuff that they're going to be doing. And well, well, hold up. I, at the at the end of the day, regardless of whether or not these bands win or lose, they've gone around promoting this whiskey company for free. So this well, whiskey company okay. is getting free promotion. <clears throat> but regardless. let me continue though, because the, like at the end of the day, this is the list of people you get to play in front of. Who you could possibly impress, which is the biggest thing, right? So it's John Reese of Rockstar Energy Mayhem Festival, who's the guy who helped us, Kevin, the last time we did our stage announcement yeah. out there. Kevin Lyman of the Warp Tour and Mayhem Festival also. Sam from Asking Alexander, who cares about that, whatever. Yesod Williams of Pepper. Chris Link of Attila. Dan Jacobs from Atreyu. CJ Pierce of Drowning Pool. That And it starts getting better from here. Keep listening. Uh, Mike Orlando from Adrenaline Mob. I guess I was wrong. Don mm. Jameson from uh, that metal show. Uh, Shannon Guns from Sirius XM. Uh, Don Robertson of Street, Start, Street Smart Management. Tony Couch of Indigoot Management. Maria Ferrero of Adrenaline PR. Uh, Chad Vogelsong from Monster Products. Ryan Harlicker of Creative Artist Agency. And Larry Mazer of Entertainment Services Unlimited. Hella people. So some movers and shakers, whether or not you like what they do, they get shit done, so... Uh, and you get signed with Century Media, which is also weird. Yeah, I thought yeah. Century that Century Media, Media is getting involved with that kind of thing. But I thought Century Media wasn't going to be a thing anymore. Well, they said they? Century Media Records slash another century, another Century Records, which is like their subsidiary label. So that that would be what they would be on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Huh. So who I can't remember since I was like fi- I just don't I, I don't get it I guess since I was like fifteen I never really wanted to do a battle of the I, bands. I remember watching the battle for Ozfest on TV like not not the whole thing just an episode or two and I don't even remember who any of those bands were that were on that show and God, like what was I'll, the band that won a perfect murder or something yeah ex- exactly see none <laughs> none of the bands who have gone on and done these things have ever really gone to be huge you know you guys remember battle for Ozfest? yeah that's what what he's talking about about. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh a dozen furies yeah that's what it was mantis yeah those are the two bands that made it to the end yeah that that project independent man that dude that pissed off uh uh zach wild super bad and almost got his ass kicked god i can't imagine anything like that ever (laughs) happening to someone (laughs) 
Black Breath is going out on a fucking awesome tour with our friends in Theories. Uh, the cat is out of the bag. <clears throat> they're going on tour with Goat Whore and Ringworm. That's fucking awesome! So they're starting in Austin, Texas, and they end in Atlanta, Georgia, and go up and down all around through Canada, and they're playing Seattle on June 18th at the Crocodile. That's going to be such a bitchin' show. So Goat Whore, Ringworm, Black Breath, and Theories. Damn. It's going to be a rager. That's and at the Atlanta. Crocodile? Hell yeah. That kicks ass. Ah, good times. <clears throat> That's definitely going to sell out. Terror Universal. So a few weeks back, we talked about how there was these this alleged um, sexual misconduct toward Otep, the chick from Otep. Her name is Otep. The dude allegedly gra- felt her up at a meet and greet. Yeah. He was saying that all I did was tap her on the shoulder and she took it as that, but uh, apparently- Sure. Well, the reason- it must be the reason uh, that he's getting kicked out of the band. So they're splitting with the vocalist, uh, Rot, a.k.a. Chad Armstrong. Um, of course his f-ing name is Chad. He's total Chad. So uh, they officially Chad. posted, Friends and fans, thank you for always supporting Terror Universal. We want to inform you that due to personal differences in the course of events this past couple weeks, Chad Armstrong is no longer the lead singer of Terror Universal. Bye. See you later. So, you know, that's and that's good, uh, you know, if he sexually assaulted a uh, female... Dude, yeah, there's no space for that. And it's not like it's just some random lady. It's the singer of Otep. <laughs> yeah, she's not just like some groupie or something, dude. And even then it's unacceptable. She's but... a badass. He picked so... the, the person that you would yeah. least want to do that to. Like, it, she... Bad call. Bad call, yeah. dude. Bad form. Good job, Rot. <clears throat> Uh, the thirtieth or thirty fifth anniversary of British Steel's coming up here pretty soon, so Judas Priest are teaming up with a coffee company called Dark Matter Coffee. That's awesome. So on April fourteenth next week, it's going to be a coffee and cassette combo. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it'll be on the the DMC website, the Dark Matter Coffee website. And uh, some locations in Chicago, if you live there. But each bag of British Steel coffee will come with an old school casingle. Featuring Grinder and Snakebite while supplies last. Hey, they're ripping off Eris. Eris did that first. What, coffee? Yeah, selling coffee at the merch booth. Yup. Well, they're Judas Priest, so I think they get a pass. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink coffee, but I drink that. I bet it doesn't suck. I yeah, Maybe it does suck. Who hmm. cares? <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, oh, uh, what is it? Uh, 35th anniversary. All right, what do you want to do? Some fun? What are you drinking right there? Coffee? Ah, uh, coffee it is! <laughs> what? All right. What are you going nice. to do for the 40th anniversary like? Oh, here's some vinyl gloves! <laughs> well, uh... Here's a leather whip! A leather whip. A riding crop. There you go. Yeah. Um, so... Here's a thing of lube! <laughs> 40th anniversary by Twisted Sister is actually happening. So speaking of 40th anniversaries, they're going to be doing a farewell tour... Yeah, their drummer um, just died. ...for AJ Perro, who passed away on March 20th. Um, so they've announced that they've got a f***ing awesome replacement. Mark, Mike Portnoy uh, wow. from Dream Theater, a Adrenaline cool. Mob, Winery Dogs, X Avenge Sevenfold. Uh, he's the replacement <laughs> for AJ Perro for all the shows this year. They got some big ones. Um, they also have uh, a concert for to honor AJ Perro at the Starland Ballroom uh, in New Jersey, I believe. Do um, they have a Northwest date? There's no dates right here. Damn. Yeah. I would love to see that. They do have one at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, which I'm sure would be very debaucherous. Oh, yeah. That would be a good one. 
Speaking of debauchery, uh, on stage, Vital Remains frontman Brian Werner got into a fight with the venue owner down in Orlando <laughs> over a crucifix that was hanging over the stage while they were playing. Uh, Brian spotted it, reached up and grabbed it, and was like, get this out of here. And, uh, okay, let's see here. Let's uh, see if there's any good audio. Yeah, give it, no, just give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. We're going to have give it to me. We're gonna have some fun with that. There we go. Turns it upside down. Okay, that's fine. Don't worry, we're not going to break it or anything, but... No, that's fine, but I don't want this during... That's fine, you can go put it away, but I'm not having this on our stage while we're singing songs about Satan. Well, I say fuck that fucking piece of shit hanging on that fucking cross. He can fuck my fucking hell. And maybe you should look into what bands you booked before we get here. One, two, three. Jesus! 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 Get in there with the cross. Jesus! That's pretty brutal. Uh, I, he made a good point, though, and that is uh, maybe you should look into the bands that you book at your <laughs> club before they come in and start playing a show. Uh, they're called Vital Remains, and, you know, if you even just look, all of their imagery is, like, super ultra-dark satanic sh**. And apparently, like, all over the club they had, like, all kinds of other dumb punk band posters and sh** like that, where it's just like, man, you're just a hypocritical dumbass. Just let them do their f***ing show and Their most shut popular up. album is called Dechristianize. <laughs> Come on. There you go. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so that's a First Amendment, man. What a beautiful place we live in. If you dispute the fact that Rings of Saturn can play their music actually without using uh, Pro Tools, then you might want to check out this playthrough video uh, they're doing for Godless Times. Uh, it's a new single showcasing Lucas Mann and Miles Dimitri Baker shedding through this song off their uh, album Lugal Key N. And uh, yeah. I want to see it, because I haven't seen it yet. They have 10 clocks hanging on the wall to indicate the video was recorded in real time with no cuts. You know, um... Who are they trying to prove it to? That's that's, a buddy of mine made a really, really good point. At no point do they ever show where the other end of those guitar cables are going to. Like, the guitars are plugged in, (laughs) but it doesn't show what they're plugged into. So well, you can't fit that much stuff in the video, but they could have had like half stacks. Ryan needs it all. Yeah, I mean, just like really, at what point of like in your band's career do you become such an enigma that you have to prove that you can f-ing play your songs live? <laughs> like, who f-ing cares? Like, okay, I get it. You're good. You're you're better than me. <laughs> I know that much. But you ain't better than Ryan. No. Meh. Meh. Six Feet Under's got a new record coming out. Yeah! And Chris Barnes back up in this bitch. Uh, Crypt of the Devil is the name of the new record. Very appropriate. Uh, Chris Barnes obviously operating out of Seattle now. <clears throat> and he uh, he wrapped up his... Uh, he, he did his vocals at London Bridge, like he was saying, where you know Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains recorded. And uh, he had Rob Caldwell work on it, who did Cannabis Corpse, Iron Reagan, and all that other stuff. So they just left... And are wrapping up, I think, their European tour right now over in Germany. But they have a new record out, and uh, this is a new song off it. Let's play a second of it. 
It's called Stab. <laughs> Shut up, both of you. Chris Barnes. That's awesome. <sighs> Very unique stylings of Chris. Christopher Sweet. Barnes. Mm. I could go to sleep to that. Um, so... It wasn't until they made a really sweet music video that I was aware of this band, King Parrot, from Australia. But Big rules. Yeah. Um, they have a new album called Dead Set on May 15th. Uh, and It's actually, sorry, May 19th on Housecore Records, the label owned by Phil Anselmo. Uh, and so they're on that label now. They're going to be putting that record out. And uh, it's got 10 songs. It's filthy. And I had a chance to listen to some of it. I got a pre- uh, pre-release date uh, download and it sounds sweet dude uh, if you like <clears throat> I don't know how you would describe these guys like oi punk influenced beat down east coast hardcore wisdom and chains yeah like, tons of awesome with a lot of sing-alongs band's great uh, they got a new record coming out if you like that kind of stuff check that out uh, they got a fifth record it's called the god rhythm it's coming out on fast break records they're playing a bunch of shows over in the east coast they need to get back out here man they haven't been out here since Rainfest. 2007? 2008? It's been a while. Actually, no. They played they play a here? Halloween show uh, at the West Seattle Legion Hall, but that's it was probably like 2012. Weird. Yep. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. Well, Wisdom and Chains is awesome. Trust me, if you have a minute, pause this and f***ing check it out. So there's a progressive metal band called Next to None. These guys are teenagers, and they just signed to Inside Out Records, and they're going to be putting out an album called A Light in the Dark. Um, it's uh, Mike Portnoy's kid. Really? Yeah, his huh. kids, uh, and they're like, these kids in this band are 15 years old, and they've written a concept record at the age of 15, and it's produced by Mike Portnoy, and he like made a huge point of it in this, in this article to be like, I had nothing to do with this. He's like, I wrote none of this. None of this has any of my, like, doing at all. That's nuts. So this is all all his kid and, like, they, his friends, who are, like, apparently all, like, prodigies. I can imagine if you're Mike Portnoy's kid, you probably have the resources to be able to find other really good players to play with. May or may not be, like, the kids at his high school or whatever. And, like, That's most wild. of us, you know, we deal with the crowd that we're dealt with. But if you're Max Portnoy, you're like, all right, let me call up this dude I saw on YouTube, blah, 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 you know. These these kids ain't got no time for your shitty 15-year-old <laughs> punk bands. They're doing a prog rock No band stairway, bro. Signed Inside Out. Um, so it, uh, the album also features Bumblefoot from Guns N' Roses on it. Damn. Cool. <laughs> yeah. What? <clears throat> Man, the one shitty thing that we didn't want to have to see is like people fighting over Dave Brockie's like, property and like literally Dave Brockie. Like, literally, his f***ing remains. So, <clears throat> uh, Dave Brockie's dad just sued the members of Guar this week for, like, a million dollars. The statement that Guar has issued is that they haven't seen the actual lawsuit papers. If you're Guar, you've got a team of lawyers, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, they make a lot of money, and they also do a lot of weird shit. so, you know, they need lawyers. So, it claimed that uh, 
they claimed that th that Guar stole Dave Brocky's ashes, but Guar claims that the, we didn't steal them. Uh, all of the items mentioned in the article that was printed in Style Weekly, uh, all of the article, all of the items, uh, including the ashes, have been available to his attorneys for weeks at all times and under very trying circumstances. We've acted in good faith to honor the wishes of our dear friend. Dave left no will or instructions for final arrangements. And so we have done the best we could to honor what we believe Dave, Dave Brocky would have wanted. Uh, the accusation concerning Dave's ashes is particularly trouble, troubling for us. Following Dave's passing, the first thing we did was notify his father, who signed over Dave's body, uh, so we could have him cremated. We were told by Dave's father that he did not want to be involved in making Dave's final arrangements. For this reason, Slave Pit assumed that responsibility, paying for his cremation, arranging two memorial services, one public and one private, and purchasing a plot for Dave in Richmond's famed Hollywood Cemetery. Dave's father did not attend either of the services held for his son in Richmond. Wow. <clears throat> so, over uh, 30 years of working with living with Dave, several of us had heard him say that he wished for his ashes to be kept at Slave Pit so he could keep an eye on Gore while we worked. In the weeks following his death, we developed a plan for a memorial fund that would raise money to honor Dave's memory with a statue in Hollywood Cemetery and work to continue his passionate support of the arts. We felt strongly that a portion of his, of his remains should live at the site of his proposed monument in Hollywood Cemetery. When William Brocky later approached us, we released a portion of the ashes at his request so he could spread them in the location where Dave's brother and mother's ashes were dispersed. So, it sounds like uh, Dave... Rocky's dad's just suing them for all of the stuff back that belonged to Dave. And Dave didn't leave a will. So Dave's dad is like, I'm the remaining family member or whatever. Should uh, be interesting to see. But I think they should just let the dudes in Guar do what they're doing. Let them do what they're planning on doing they, because they know, you know, well, they how to do it properly. They haven't done anything disrespectful. Right. And I mean, it, it's, it seems like they, it's all coming from a really, really good place and I, I I don't see any problems with any of this. Dude, imagine a huge odorous orungus statue in a cemetery. That's awesome. That would be Hell awesome. Yeah. And at the Hollywood Cemetery in Richmond? And you know the, the thing that really throws me off about this whole thing is how can his dad not attend either one of those right. services? And then come around and be like, give me all the stuff. Yeah. That's... I mean that right in and of itself is a move. Yeah. Obviously. That's messed up. I mean, even if he didn't necessarily approve of the path that Dave took in his life, I mean, how how could you not be proud of what all he's accomplished, of all the things that he's accomplished? How could you not want to be a part of what he's created? If he's super conservative, you know? he might not be proud of it. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember I was in line with this ass who, uh, at, at Dick's Burgers, uh, this ass who his son did all of the lighting for Nine Inch Nails on tour, and he did a ton of awesome stuff. I mean, Nine Inch Nails has crazy, crazy show, right? Yeah. But he was, like, making fun of his son. He's like, yeah, he plays that f***ing fat music, and, you know, he just he's just not doing anything with his life, just doing lights for Nine Inch Nails, all this bullshit. I was like, dude, your son is doing some cool shit. Yeah, support your son, cool. and just because you don't get it doesn't get mean... those dicks out of your mouth, sir. <laughs> <laughs> or put more in there, put more dicks in there, sir. Yep. So yeah, hopefully it gets all resolved, and I hope that Guar gets at least to continue on with the plans they have for his memorial and stuff. So it's just weak as f that the guy didn't show up, didn't help him pay for, sh and now is like, give me all of the money and all of the other stuff. 
And it, I mean, we could keep going forever. Uh, everybody on that tour that they were on got paid up front at the beginning of the tour, yep. just like everybody does in huge bands like that. So they got paid for a tour that didn't get finished. So then money starts getting really questionable, and then you have to start paying people back and refunding and blah, 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 blah. So I'm sure it's going to take some time. Yeah. We'll find out. If uh, you want to get a scary Halloween mask uh, with many, many months' notice, then you can go and pick up a new Motorhead mask. Uh, obviously, the War Pig kind of Motorhead logo Hell yeah. is is uh, iconic in its own right, and so they made this f- an awesome mask. It's a full head mask. Yeah, it's a head mask with the war pig <laughs> with the spikes and the and the chains and what the else skulls. would you wear with it though? Like what what a cloak? I don't know. Yeah, I mean because your you're... ratty old Motorhead T-shirt and a pair <laughs> of freaking camo shorts. It's cool though. <laughs> this would be really so cool. hot. And if you want to get one, you probably should order it now because they're probably just going to sell out. Those yeah. are pretty cool, man. I'd I'd have like to have that chilling around the house. We need to get one of those for metal shop. There you go. Uh, if we got one and like, yeah, leave it in the the KISW studios. Nah, because then motherfuckers be wearing that. Shit. We don't uh, know what like they're licking up on the like. inside of it, mm, like putting it on their inside there. We would. Know That's what, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put my inside of it, so anybody that puts it on and be like, yeah, I just teabagged you, bitch. Uh, yeah. so the Megadeth thing. Can this be okay? Can this be the last week we talk about this? No, please. <laughs> and it's my fault that we're bringing it up again, but we had to talk about it because this is like <clears throat> kind of just sweeping up the dust afterwards because we announced that Chris Adler is going to be guest drumming and Kiko from Angra is uh, in on guitar for those guys. So they got a full lineup again. Apparently we were this close to getting that Rust in Peace era reunion back together with Nick Menza and Marty Friedman. But Nick Menza issued a statement this week, which is completely unsurprising about exactly why that didn't happen. So here is the quote, and I will read it from Nick Menza about not why he didn't want to return to Megadeth or why it didn't happen. So to all my fans, I hate disappointing all of you who have been asking and hopeful that Marty Friedman and I would rejoin Dave and Dave to resurge the classic Rust in Peace lineup. I was totally ready and excited to get back in Megadeth. I went into Dave's house studio in San Diego the past December. We jammed for the weekend, and it was totally cool. We instantly fell right back into our musical groove together because we have great chemistry. It's a magical thing. And yes, that's me, the mystery drummer whose face is hidden in the YouTube videos that Justice Mustaine post, <laughs> posted earlier this year. So mystery's out on that. A few weeks after this, we all got together with our old manager, Ron Lafitte, for a dinner meeting at the Anaheim White House restaurant during NAMM. It was great seeing Ron and Marty. We all talked about the plans for a new record and touring, and I made it known I was into rejoining and making this my priority. I was pumped and even went as far as recording drums on five new Megadeth songs David sent me. As soon as I got home, it was time to sit down and negotiate my terms in writing. I was offered a very unfair deal that was so wrong. Shocking. They didn't feel I was worth anything to the band. Dave blocked my emails, changed his number, and then apparently Ron Lafitte was fired as the band's manager. Here's one of my favorite bands and a huge part of my life achievements, and I was shut out for wanting a fair deal. Does that sound like Dave Lombardo to anybody else or Bill Ward? Yep. Uh, I'm really blown away about how this band conducts business. A band is about a group of people who have respect for one another, sense of loyalty, camaraderie, and most of all, honor and trust. I'm not a puppet. I have integrity, loyalty, do blah, blah, blah. Despite all this dark final chapter, I wish Megadeth the heartiest of health, happiness, and success with their future plans. As for me, I'm moving on with a new band of other fellow former Death members, Megadeth members, as well as a few surprise players and producer. Nice. And then it also came out this year that 
<clears throat> or this week, Marty Friedman said rejoining Megadeth would have been a huge step backwards. Huge. That's funny. So he Megadeth, obviously doesn't hold them in too high of regards. So they were like, "All right, guys. Hey, guys, let's get back together and put the band together." Hey, guys, this is me. Uh, just kidding. You're all fired. I'm Dave, and fuck you. Fuck you. I'm Dave. I'm Dave! So, there you have it. That's the last we're going to talk about it. I'm Dave! Are you done? I'm Dave. <laughs> uh, well, you you guys remember back in like 2004 when Danzig got punched in the face by the dude from uh, Northside Kings? Yeah, yo. It was awesome. It was all over the internet, and it still lives in infamy as one of the most epic moments <laughs> of a dude in a band getting his ass kicked. Uh, so this past week, Caught well, on tape. we have a new highlight on that uh, <coughs> story. We've got dude punching Marilyn Manson. Hooray! Marilyn Manson is an e- epic kind of, I don't know, douchebag is what it seems like. Uh, uh. Over time, he's proven to <laughs> really have his uh, finger up his own ass. Uh, uh, whoever works at Metal Sucks and puts together these like photos is on hilarious. They took a Grand Slam, put Denny's logo on it, Marilyn Manson getting punched with the vulgar display of power. <laughs> yeah. So Metal Sucks is reporting that the oh, while in Denny's, Marilyn Manson uh, was talking some oh. to a lady. Apparently, oh. apparently he called her a bitch, and then he got punched by her boyfriend in the well, face. Duh. Uh, he's saying that he he has a different version of the story. He said he never called anyone a bitch because Marilyn Manson has such respect for women, uh, and he supposedly got sucker punched while taking some pictures. With his beloved fans. I don't doubt that he got sucker punched. I'm sure he got sucker punched. But I wouldn't be surprised if he called a woman a bitch. The only way you can punch Marilyn Manson is to sucker punch him. You can't square up with Marilyn Manson, because he'll have like five bodyguards just kick you in the dick. (laughs) You have to like sneak up behind him and punch him in the back of the head. He's the not, only he's not looking too good, dude. He's got like seven chins. Well, he sh- he you know, shaves his eyebrows off, so now he just looks like a marshmallow. <laughs> nice. With a f***ing toupee or something. A gothy marshmallow. It's like you punch him in the back of the head and your fist sinks into it. He looks like a gothic Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Nick Cage and corpse paint or something. That's like Nick Cage's son. Corpse yeah. Cage. Corpse Cage. <laughs> oh, man. Well, somebody punched Marilyn Manson in the face. Uh, feel better about your life just knowing that. All right? Uh, Jeff Hanneman's not going to be on the new Slayer record. What? Uh, we They announced earlier that they were going to because the song that they put out, Implode, was mm-hmm. a song that they put out, did have him on it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was before he died. But Carrie <clears throat> King's a little pissed because uh, allegedly somebody printed something that Tom Araya said. So Tom Araya said, there's one track on there we recorded with him that he did play on, which was completely done, except we hadn't finished the, vocal, uh, the vocals for it. And then Carrie King went on to say, Jeff Hanneman isn't physically playing on this record. Somebody reported some bullshit. People say shit when they don't know what's actually going on. Some bullshit. Even though Jeff's song Piano Wire was recorded during the last album cycle, World Pain and Blood, I played all the guitar. I've been doing that for years. Since he has no lead on that song, he's not on it. Huh. Interesting. So, Carrie's being a little, I played the guitar, I played the solos, I'm Carrie King, I'm Dave. Big four. Getting <laughs> weird. Getting very weird. Hmm. So, Jeff Hanneman's not going to be on it. 
that said, there, that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, some of the B-sides that they recorded during that time won't eventually see the light of day at some point. But he's not going to be on the new Slayer record. So I think it's going to be just Kerry King, maybe not even uh, Gary Holt. All right. Well, in a very unsurprising <laughs> diatribe here, Varg Vikernis of yeah. Berzam. He really, man, he's upping his own ante. Uh, the poll page isn't loading here for me, but I'm just going to say that he said some very racist stuff. So where was this diatribe? <clears throat> because uh, well, okay. I'm not seeing the full article here. So he, remember a couple weeks ago when we, we awkwardly walked our way through that YouTube video that he posted? He did the same thing yeah. again. He's got a YouTube channel because he oh. can, I guess. So the sh- screenshot that they posted is we fellow Europeans and Asians are not Africans okay. European not African never be afraid to state facts even when faced with the extreme ignorance and ill will of the mainstream academics and their masters appreciate and protect your race mother nature made it like it is for a reason gross Varg you need to somebody needs to put this motherfucker back in jail or take his like internet access away from him he's gonna do something f- up because he, he got put in prison by the French police because he had guns again and he wasn't supposed to have guns. So he's going to go off and do something f***ed up. Mark my words. Damn. I hope it doesn't happen, but I'm calling it right now. That's wild. Yeah, it sucks. What a f***ing dickbag. I can't wait until there's a, hopefully a day where most of those f***ing people have just died off the face of the f***ing earth. So uh, Kill Switch Engage is going to be doing tour support for Rise Against and Let Live uh, actually, Kill Switch Engage is going to be doing tour support for Rise Against, my bad, and Let Live is going to be opening, but that's a pretty killer lineup, man. Rise Against and Kill Switch. I'm I, into it. I think they're on to something there. Yeah. Uh, definitely both very melodic bands and probably share a bit of an audience. Pretty accessible, both bands also. Yeah. I could Rise Against Kill Switch. <laughs> I'm going to beard punch the shit out of you. Oh, man. Uh, do you guys see that Wormrot lost their drummer? Are you serious? He just stopped coming around, apparently. They, they, they posted up on Facebook. Uh, we're deeply saddened to announce that Fitri is no longer a part of Wormrot. For the past couple of weeks, he's distanced himself from us and has remained incontactable. We fear that he's gotten himself into some shit too deep. He's not comfortable to share with us. If any of his friends who are reading this have any news regarding him, let him know that we're waiting for any kind of reply. Any. It's just like, where where is our drummer? He's gone. So... Uh, and it sucks because uh, where are they from? God damn it. Uh, Singapore. It's hard to find grindcore drummers in Singapore. So yeah. hopefully they can get it together because Wormrot is awesome. He said that he went on to say that they were getting ready to do a new record and do touring and all kinds of other stuff. The guy's just gone. So no no more new stuff from them. So uh, this is kind of a bummer. Um, it could be a while before we get any new behemoth music. Um, it's looking like, uh, Nurgle's been kind of busy with a lot of the other things that he's got his hands on right now, so, huh. Well, he also did an interview a couple weeks ago where he was like, I don't want to feel the pressure of having to go back in and top the record we just finished. You know, he's like, we just finished it. We like it. We're just going to do that for a little while and it might take some time. It's kind of like when Carcass was saying, you know, if we, if we do something again, it's going to have to be something different. You know? Yeah, yeah. Not just gonna do the same thing again, right away, right afterwards. You know, they're not re- in the business of regurgitating fantastic metal records. I think they probably take some time. 
Yeah, metal's not really a type of music that you can successfully do just like a generic record, album cycle, generic some bands record. Do. Yeah, but if not... you're all that remains, it's really easy. It's nice that there's some bands that do quality control, like the Behemoths and you know, uh, like we were saying, the Carcasses, and that's why they're classic bands. They're not just you know run of the mill. Find this in the metal section at your local record store. You know, generic. Sh- uh, another good band that I we I would probably consider in that category, Gojira, are back in the studio. Yeah. Recording the follow-up to La Enfant Salvage from 2012, which was pretty high on our list. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was number two. Yep, number two, right behind Lamb of God Resolution. I can't believe I can still read that. Holy s***. Uh, but yeah, Gojira is going back into the studio, man, so that's going to be good. Uh, hopefully we'll be getting some uh, one song or two leaked out before the year is over. And not only that, I thought this was pretty cool. They built their own studio. Um, it's uh, called Silver Chord, and it's a brand new recording studio based in New York, designed and owned by Joe DePlantier of uh, Gojira. The studio will serve as the band's headquarters for the next couple of months as they produce their sixth studio album. Silver Chord will be available to other artists, bands, and producers starting June 6, 2015. Cool. So that's pretty rad, man. So you can record in Gojira's studio. Yeah. That's a genius move on their part. Right? Because it's the kind of thing where, like, you can use it whenever you want, and then when you're gone on tour, it's still making you money. Yep. Probably a lot of money, too. As you you know. It takes a lot of money to it, make a good studio. So. It does. Uh, I'm Yeah. It's not. It's going to take a long time for it to pay it for itself, but it's it's good that, it, you know, other bands can keep, people can get in there. You should yeah. go over there. Yeah. <laughs> Go hang out. Do it. So we didn't, re- I didn't even realize that we had the, re- uh, the Brian Warner from Vital Remains released his statement, like a, you know, typed up a statement about <laughs> what happened at the club where they tore the cross off the stage. Yeah. And it's on video. Ryan, do you have that there? Do you want to read it? You want me to read it? Uh, if, you, if you want to read it, that's fine. We'll make it quick. In regards to the cross incident that happened at the Haven in Orlando, I feel as though there was much in- misinformation floating around that I felt the need to respond First of all, this wasn't planned. This was a small club show and wasn't done as some sort of publicity stunt. Honestly, I didn't think this would have blown up as much as it did. I figured the incident was over once the show had ended. Uh, after the show, I was physically ejected by security and told the f- and they told the fans that they were not allowed to purchase merchandise, which is weird. They didn't stop us. I set it up, set up the merch right outside. She then punched our new guitarist, who had nothing to do with the situation at all, in, in the back while he was loading gear. Great. Not that this was threatening at all, but the fact that she was willing to take it to a physical level just shows her level of immaturity and unprofessionalism, not ours. Classy. Well, all right. Uh, yeah. That is a jihad. <clears throat> yes, there's a time and place for free speech, but if you can't express your free speech and thought through art, then where can you? The religious war. I'm going to... She, she probably just, their little tiny little old lady fist, just punch him in the back while he's like carrying Screw it Screw you, vital remains! Gotta punch him, because that's what Jesus would do. Ugh. All right, well, gentlemen, uh, that that is what Jesus would do. I think that he would give you a Cadbury egg. How many Cadbury eggs did you eat this year? Uh, I bought a pack of five. Did you finish them off in like two minutes? It took one day, and that's when I knew it was over for me this year. Good times. So he is risen. All right, it's uh, it's time to enter the Metal Shop Brutal Poetry Lounge. Too hot for radio on Metal Shop's backstage pass tonight. Kevin will be reciting Pungent Stench's "Human Garbage." Kevin, 
take it away. You piss me off when I see your face, full of shame, full of disgrace. You're nothing worth just a piece of shit. Shut your mouth, or I'll start to hit. Piece I punch your face, I kick your butt, I rip your chest, and I eat your gut. You're a big time loser, a low life. I smash your face and let out a grunt. You're so fake, so wannabe. All in all, a total pee. There is no reason to let you live. Feel my fist. I will not forgive. A jobless arse. A don't wanna work. Social parasite. A fucked up jerk. Full of drugs and full of sh. Come here and take this sh. I am full of scorn. Wish you were never born. Will cut your life short. Won't regret any court. The knowledge you have is minimal. Your li you live your life as a criminal. You think you're so smart, but in real, you are a dumbass fart. Nice ride. <laughs> you treat your women like sh. You're hard on as big as a. D you just got a low lifestyle. Your attitude is ugly and vile. Human garbage, I would name you. You fucking hypocrite. Belong to the zoo. Your presence and disgusting pollution. Death for you, the only solution. Your life is a fake. Fuck yourself and die. You just got no taste. All you do is fucking waste a parasite and nothing more. Your mother is a fucked up whore. Oh. Your father, a dirty tramp. That makes you a low life champ. So go die and fuck you, scamp. Fucking piece of shit. Scamp. Pungent stench, human garbage. Cause we all know one. All right, well that's it. Metal Shop's backstage pass number 50. Uh, here is uh, our interview that we conducted with, or I guess Kevin conducted with, Great Falls this year. Yeah. Evening. See you guys next week. Episode number 51 approaches. It is Metal Shop here on The Rock, and we're hanging out in studio with a great local band by the name of Great Falls. Hey, what's up? Hello. How you doing? So, first off, before we get into the questions we have for y'all, before we inter interrogate the band... Why don't you introduce yourselves? Tell us what you do for Great Falls. I'm um, Phil. I play drums. Uh, I'm Damian Johnston, and I sing and play guitar. I'm Shane, and I play bass. Right on. Uh, so, to get a quick uh, kind of idea of how long Great Falls has been going, what's the story behind how uh, you guys got together, and and how long have you guys been a band? Oh, well, Damian, Damian, and I were in uh, this band playing Enemy um, until about 2006. Yeah. And when that dissolved, we did sort of a bunch of random yeah. stuff for years. And really, random stuff? We just kind of we just we we <laughs> did noise or did whatever. We anyone that would have us, we just kind of show up and make a make <laughs> fools of ourselves and just weird collaboration just, projects. Yeah, try to kind of reinvent ourselves every single show and just yeah. We just thought we wasn't thought it was structured. It was super pretentious. Yeah. And then like 2010, we decided to be a, do a real band again. And uh, and we got a drum machine, and that went fine for a little bit until we realized it didn't really make any sense live, and it was really bad. And we thought we'd just get a live drummer. And uh, Phil said that was that was good, but then he ended up being far more important than just coming to shows. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, so. Phil. Thanks. I just yeah, moved good. my gear in and never left. <laughs> good job. <laughs> so, what was it like doing a, a drum machine live? Did you? Did that oh, it was a, a nightmare. It was a night. It was, oh, hard. It was a total nightmare. At one really? point, we're like, "Well, let's just get as many amps as humanly possible, and we'll 
you know, we'll play everything through that, and that'll make sense. We just couldn't. The problem was, it wasn't necessarily that we couldn't play. It wasn't necessarily that we couldn't necessarily play to it. It's that we couldn't play to it, and by the end, it didn't seem like anyone really noticed whether we were doing doing well or poorly. Okay. And then it was just like, well, now we're like, what's even the point? It's not even that people <laughs> thought it was bad. It's people were like, oh, that's great. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, you guys are great tonight. We're like, you kidding? That was a total disaster. Yeah. Like, so we, we're frauds because you don't know how much we suck. Yeah, so we felt like frauds. So we, we got a drummer. Uh, so you guys are now the uh, tight three-man unit. Power and, trio. Uh, yeah. And uh, you guys have a new record coming out. It's the Fever Shed, correct? Yep. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the record. Like, uh, how, where did you record it? How long did it take? Uh, how long has it been in preparation? Uh, we did it at the Kill Room with Jeff McNulty. Kill Room's like in... Uh, Georgetown. Georgetown. Nice. And uh, uh, we recorded it, I don't know, a few months ago, five months ago maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, that's all right. yeah it took us like maybe a year and a half of just kind of writing and... Um, we were in and out pretty quick. We don't really. We were like two days. No to budget. Record it. Yeah, we don't yeah. have a lot of budget. We don't like to do a lot of takes. If yeah. we can get one take, then we're fine. We're, we're poor and sloppy. So. <laughs> well, uh, you guys are here on Metal Shop, but I gotta ask you. You guys have metal influences, but I don't know if you would necessarily call yourselves metal. Do you consider yourselves a metal band, or what? What would? Do you even classify that kind of stuff? I don't know. I mean, I usually when people ask, I usually say, "Yeah, we're just a metal band." Because why? Why even bother? Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I think I've, I've run into enough people who give they expel expend so much energy trying to be like, "Oh, well, you know, we don't really sound like anything." It's just yeah. You know, why even bother? Yeah, I always just say screamy, noisy metal stuff. Yeah, mathy maybe. That's Especially to someone who doesn't isn't into genres, maybe you just be like, "I play loud music." Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty loud. I think that's yeah. yeah we I, like to be loud. That's good. So. I'm pretty unclear on all the genres, anyway. Neo folk classical death doom. Definitely not that. That's is that is that one or is that a bunch? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll be get we'll be back with more Great Falls talking with these guys. But right now we're gonna play the first track off their new LP. It's not even uh, it's not even out yet, right? Right, that is correct. But pending. So this is like the debut. So you can get your cassette tapes yeah. ready to dub this in. <laughs> uh, so what's the track called? And uh, it's what's it about? Dr- it's called Dressing the Saints. I'll let Damien tell tell you what it's about. Damien? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of lyrics are pretty, I don't know, confessional, and they talk about relationship stuff that I've gone through or okay, all that whatnot. So it's uh, you know, you write what you know, and <laughs> it's a sad, sad song. <laughs> all right, Dressing the Saints here. Great Falls on Metal Shop. <laughs>
Girls. They're hanging out in the studio. A local band. They're going to be playing a show. We're going to be talking about it. Uh, that's a, off their new record. And uh, how are people going to be able to hear that? Uh, are they going to be able to buy it on iTunes or in record stores or online? Uh, well, at, at some point, hopefully everywhere. Um, but we um, will actually at the uh, the shows, since while we're waiting for vinyl, we actually have um, Damien sort of crafted these kind of cool download poster things. I don't know. What do you call Yeah, them? a little like, you know. Little poster things that have uh, download codes on them. Yeah, those things are pretty rad, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, but, yeah. I we, I mean, they're only make... they're only five bucks, but we tried to make it worth your while. Not like we don't want to rip you off. Yeah, they're neat. You know, it's 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 a cool little comes in that little uh the little envelope thing and like a little pouch, and then you pull it out and unfold it. And the art just kind of as you unfold it, the art gets more and more clear. It, it's really cleverly put together. I, I dug it, man. Oh, thank thanks. you, Brian. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Great Falls, always paying attention to detail as far as the artwork goes. It really goes along with uh, the imagery of the music. Awesome stuff. Great Falls in the studio. We're going to be back with new music by them. It is Metal Shop, and you have it here on 99.9 KISW. Mom. Yeah, honey? You know I love you, right? Who are you, and what have you done with my daughter? Mom. You're pregnant? Mom! We need to have the talk. Uh, Look at the time. I'm going to be late for work. It's about your phone. What about my phone? You are killing our data plan. Was that English? You're listening to your radio on your phone, and the station is right here in town. You know you can do that without even draining our shared data. It's called Next Radio. Not really the talk I was expecting. You can listen to the radio for free on your smartphone. It won't drain your battery. And you get all this other sick stuff, too. Sick. Oh, that's, that's like, cool, right? <laughs> Just get the next radio app, okay? Okay, honey. Now let's talk about that fellow Brad. He's dreamy, right? Dreamy. Yeah, uh, we'll go with that. See your favorite song and interact with FM radio in a whole new way. Find out what the next generation of FM radio sounds and looks like at nextradioapp.com. Business owners, learn how to get more online customers and grow your bottom line. Join the digital marketing experts at Smart Reach Digital for a free 30-minute webinar Thursday, April 23rd. Whether you're a business owner, marketing specialist, or entrepreneur, you'll learn how to generate new business and customers using smart, modern online marketing techniques. Registration is free, but space is limited. Sign up now at SmartReachLearn.com. SmartReachLearn.com. The biggest selection, the best games, and the richest rewards. Tulalip Resort Casino. Details at TulalipCasino.com. The North End has a brand new live music scene with amazing food that rocks. Linwood Soundcheck Bar and Grill is here. It's the best of both worlds. Rock, check. Blues, check. And the menu? This ain't pub grub. Fresh, affordable food served up daily by an innovative chef who just wants to rock. But it doesn't stop there. Crank it up to 11 with live music on the stage fit for rock royalty with a kick-ass sound system. Soundcheck Bar and Grill, 196th and 44th. Served fresh and live every day. What was your last new music discovery? 1077 The End. Seattle's new music discovery. Give me one reason why I should never make a change. With the two minute promise, half the commercials, and never more than two minutes at a time. Seattle's new music discovery. 1077. The end.
Thrill here for the Snoqualmie Tobacco Company and Liquor Store. And man, I love this place. It's road trip heaven at Exit 27 for good reason. Dirt cheap smokes and smokeless humidor cigars and reservation pricing on over 500 brands of distilled spirits and a drive through Headed to the mountains, the gorge, eastern Washington. Your road trip is not complete without stopping for serious savings at the Snoqualmie Tobacco Company and Liquor Store. It's next to the Snoqualmie Casino and it's road trip heaven at Exit 27 I-90. When you're in the market for a gift of diamonds, come see Shane Company, your friend in the diamond business. If you're leaning toward a classic style, we have diamond solitary earrings in all diamond sizes, from around $150 to over $25,000. For a gift with lots of romantic symbolism, you can't go wrong with our diamond three-stone pendants and diamond three-stone rings, which represent your past, present, and future together. If she's the trendy type, We have a huge selection of diamond hoop earrings, as well as stackable rings in the latest looks for expressing her own unique style. Whatever gift you choose, with Shane Company's direct diamond importer prices, you'll get more sparkle for your money and diamonds that she'll be proud to wear. Now you have a friend in the diamond business, Shane Company, in Linwood between Alderwood Mall and I-5. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday and Sunday till 5, online at shaneco.com. I'm Bradley Johnson with 1-800-DUI-AWAY, and I want to talk to you about physical control DUI. You would think you'd have to be driving to get charged with an alcohol-related crime in your vehicle, but just having control of your vehicle after you've been drinking can get you charged with a form of DUI. At 1-800-DUI-AWAY, we see it every day. You pull over to sleep it off, and that dream of Kate Upton whipping out the handcuffs all of a sudden becomes too real, and not in a good way. I went to trial for a client who intended to do the right thing. He pulled over and went to sleep. He was charged with physical control DUI. The prosecutor wouldn't budge, and neither would we. We went to trial for our client, and we won. Call 1-800-DUI-AWAY or go to 1-800-DUI-AWAY.com to set up a free private consultation in Seattle, Everett, or Tacoma. Intentions are important. Results are even better. At 1-800-DUI-AWAY, we get results. 1-800-DUI-AWAY! Welcome back to Metal Shop. 99.9 KISW. Back here on Metal Shop. It's 99.9 KISW. We're here until 2 a.m. starting at 10 p.m. Thanks to you and the Metal Shop at 10 campaign. We got Great Falls in the studio hanging out. These dudes, uh, they're putting out a new record. And they're going to be play- playing a couple couple songs from it. We, we already debuted the first song from it. And uh, we're going to go into a couple more. But first, I wanted to know, you guys have put out a few records so far. Uh, what... Was your approach any uh, different going into this new record uh, as opposed to your other stuff? Um, well, the the record we did before was uh, all of our, um, I, you know, we, we try and kind of do just like eight eight songs about per record. And the last mm. record, it was essentially six really short songs and two way too long songs. Uh, so we tried to kind of get everything within, tried to make this, the short songs a little longer and the long songs a little shorter. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know anything else. I mean, it was... I mean, every record's a learning experience. I mean, there's already things that I would do differently on the next thing we do that we learned from this last record. So. What would you do differently? What would you do differently? What would it, well, um, I think the way we, we uh, recorded, like, we did spend so little time, like, we just kind of got in and out. Uh, I would like to, you know, maybe 
explore a few things, maybe bring in an orchestra. Uh, you know, maybe play with the delay pedal a little Listen, more. I don't know. Get some magical, magical oh, places. Oh, yeah, that's good. You guys didn't let me make delay pedal noise. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what it's missing. <laughs> uh, so when will this officially be released? And again, where can we pick it up? Um, We're not really sure. It's it's going to be out. Yeah, Init uh, Records is putting out the vinyl, and that's kind of the big release. Yeah, that, that'll that be out in... That's know. when it'll be on the iTunes, if you want to download all that stuff. Yeah, so we're, we're still kind of waiting to know the exact release date. But it'll be, yeah, it'll be on vinyl and, and iTunes, and, and we'll we'll be hawking these download codes forever. <laughs> yeah. And Bandcamp and, you know, all other stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, you guys have another another album coming out, which is a split with the band Thou. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just um, each of us is doing a shellac cover. That's awesome. Whoa. Yeah. That so, rules. That's cool. Are you guys big, uh, like, shellac fans then? Yep. We yeah. are. Yeah, thou, yeah. thou didn't really seem to care that much. But, <laughs> no, no. but they were yeah, good sports. You talk into it? They, yeah. Their, their cover is incredible. Yeah, their cover is amazing. We so. actually requested them. They, we actually picked the song for them to do also. Yeah, That's they wouldn't awesome. be happy. But seriously, you guys could probably just email them and ask them to do a cover, and they may do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's awesome. I heard their Nirvana covers before. Oh, yeah. yeah totally. They, they do great covers. Legendary. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and so also a good original songs as well. Oh, yeah. yep. Gotta mention. Yep. But uh, we're going to play another song by you guys. This is track five off the off the record right here. What, what is it called? Uh, Constant Themes sure. of Concrete. Sweet. So, uh, again, this is Great Falls, local band. Support your local scene and turn it up. It's Metal Shop. <laughs>
The band that you're hearing now, Great Falls. Awesome stuff. It's local, and it is 99.9 KISW Metal Shop. They're playing, uh, we're playing a couple of songs from their new record, The Fever Shed. Not even out yet. We're debuting it for you. First time you've ever heard it. I guarantee it. Uh, so before we get out of here and we play another song by you guys, I wanted to ask, uh, Shane, I know you... Personally, I know your name from reading uh, Decibel. You, you you write for Decibel Magazine, is that I, correct? I do write for Decibel Magazine, that's correct. So do you write a column? Do you write reviews? And, and uh, I, I do features, reviews. I, I do the uh, vinyl column every month, um, which, uh, you know, pretty much I just talk about the 7-inch that no one else will review. <laughs> so the obscure <laughs> stuff, right? I, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, real underground. All deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how'd you get involved with writing for like one of the biggest metal magazines in the world? Actually, uh, this guy, Andrew Zelli, uh, used to write for Seattle Weekly here. And okay. uh, we became friends, and he moved to Philly to, um, to uh, be managing editor for Decibel. And I uh, just emailed him one day, and I'm like, hey, do you want to like throw me something? And they threw me a terrible, terrible record to review. And I just trashed it, and they thought it was pretty funny, so they let me stay on. That was like eight years ago. <laughs> uh, what is the most notable album that you trashed? Ooh. Stuck Mojo. <laughs> yeah, I did. I gave <laughs> Stuck Mojo, you know that band? Oh, yeah. I, oh. I, gave, I gave them a zero, <laughs> and I got some Amazing. emails about the that. Zero From Stuck Mojo? Any. What? From Stuck Mojo? I didn't get an email from Stuck Mojo, no. But, uh, They're above it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't, want to t- they, they don't, they don't need to tangle with, with a lowlife like me. <laughs> Yeah, crapping on their art. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what are I was just kind of curious about you guys because obviously you, you, Shane being uh, opinionated on everything uh, <laughs> metal related. What are a couple trends in heavy music you guys wish would go away, and what would you like to see make a comeback? Oh. Uh, make a comeback. Yeah, Jango jeans. Oh, Jango jeans would be nice. There you go. Um, yeah. Cole Chamber is reunited. Cole Chamber is definitely reunited. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I don't know. What's I don't know what's what's a good, what's a trend right now? That uh, the I same can't. drum sounds on every record. Yeah, <laughs> can't stand it. Uh, can't stand triggers either. Maybe maybe too many triggers. Is yeah. that a good one? Yeah. Um, I'm worried that I'm worried that in a year I'm gonna say that black metal has been ruined by just everyone trying to play too much of it. Oh. I was really I was like two years ago. I was really into these sort of attempts to make black metal. You know, kind of a different genre that kind of sounded good. Black metal. Yeah. yeah, and now I'm just feeling like it's gonna be it's gonna be so irritating to hear like, yeah, like, anything like it. They're all using the vocabulary year. of black metal, and it's uh, getting muddled. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know anything. Don't bring anything back. Just don't. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the right. something. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's gonna come back. I mean, everyone's gonna find something kind of ironic and interesting about something that people were doing 20 years ago, and That'll be the next thing. That's fine. I feel it. Well, uh, you guys are going to be doing a show at Chop Suey next Sunday. Why don't you tell us about this, and then we'll jump into the song. Oh, it's great. You should come even if you don't want to hear us, because uh, it's like they have kegs. It's an afternoon show yeah. on a Sunday. It's Kill the Keg. I think it's two kegs of Paps, and it's a dollar a glass until the kegs are killed. Dude. And Theories <laughs> is going to be there, and Old Iron, tacos. and Tacos. And really, yeah, I mean, like, what else What else is anyone going to do on a Sunday? Seriously. I would go. Get drunk. I would actually go. Watch Great Falls, yeah. Theories, Tacos, Old Iron, that's badass. 
Great Falls, thanks for coming into the studio Thank tonight. So thanks, oh, thanks. We're going to play one more song from you guys. This is track seven. What's it called? Uh, and It Can't Be Stopped. All right. And It Can't Be Stopped. we got From the Vault coming up next. It is Metal Shop. time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.